0: Now, in the scriptures, if you're looking at gentleness, now I'm not going to ask you to describe yourself here, because so, all of us are heroes of our own story, right? Um, but when you take a picture, a mind picture of a gentle person, uh, what's the picture that you get? Don't don't answer that. Just think about it. <laughs> uh, and then um, when you take a picture of an aggressive person or a person who deals with things aggressively, not necessarily wrongly, just aggressively, what's the picture that you get? And the Bible is uh, very uh, clear in dealing with both of those Types of personality. And so <clears throat> we have some people in the Bible who seem bipolar, oh. like Moses, right? I mean, here in the beginning, he's super aggressive in his life, killing people and stuff. And then toward, you know, as God gets a hold of him, you find him now more gentle. In fact, the Bible says he was the meekest man on earth. So it depends on when you approach him and how close he is to God that you're going to find whether this is the personality that you're dealing with. I want to I wanna just take one person here. Uh, it'll be Barnabas. Uh, and um, as we go over to the book of Acts um, chapter 4, Acts chapter 4 and verse Thirty-six, and I want to approach um, those passages from that aspect of the scriptures, Acts chapter four, and verse thirty-six, and I want to look at that uh, that man, um, and let's let's see how we read from him um, what what his name is. So, verse thirty-six. And Joseph, so that's actually his name. That's his name. Barnabas is a nickname. That's not actually his name. So listen to it again. Verse 36. And Joseph, who by the apostles was surnamed Barnabas, which is being interpreted the son of consolation. It actually means the son of gentleness. He was a gentle soul. Barnabas was a Levite and of the country of Cyprus, having land, sold it and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. He will become very, very useful and famous in the scriptures. This is the beginning of his story in the Bible. Let's pray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, Father. We pray, Father, that you would speak to us, Father, in a powerful way, Father, that you would use Oscar as your mouthpiece this morning, Father, and Father, it would help us to grow in our relationship with you. In Jesus' name, amen. How do you like your nickname to be the son of gentleness? I know that I will never be called that. <laughs> <laughs> son of a lot of things, but gentleness, I don't think so. Not gentle, no. And yet Barnabas is that picture of the beauty of a soul. That we should all aspire to be. Gentleness has a gift. It is something that comes from God. It is one of the fruits in the spirit. It pushes through a couple of the ones that you find in the Bible. To be gentle. (laughs) He was so gentle in dealing with Paul. Paul was a little aggressive fireball. And he took a Barnabas to grab him and help him and shape him. Rejected by everybody, but gentleness reached out to him. The church rejected him with good reasons. They thought of him as a spy. Or as somebody who was trying to get in between them because he wanted to kill them. Because he had been a trapper and a killer and a persecutor of the church. So he was rejected. Gentleness, Barnabas reached to him, whatever he was. Gentleness was the one who dealt with John Mark as the runaway missionary. John Mark had gone with Paul and with Barnabas in that missionary trip. And somewhere in the middle, he quit. You remember that. And he took Barnabas to fight Paul over it because Paul will say, no, he ain't coming anymore. And Barnabas, the gentleness will say, let's work with him. There's something left. There's something good in him. The book of Mark will not be here had there not been a gentle pastor like Barnabas. And so I could actually expound on all the beauty of gentleness But I, as a negative kind of preacher, will find some fault here. For I also find a danger with gentle people and gentle pastors. Barnabas will teach you that. There was a time when there was a struggle. Paul was sitting there and the Gentiles were around. Now remember this. Barnabas was in the very beginning of ministering to the Gentiles, to us. He was the one who was at Antioch before everybody was doing. He was sent there by the rest of the apostles. And when he saw the need, he went to search out Paul and brought him. He was the very beginning of the ministry to the Gentiles. So his heart was gentle toward us. But now he's sitting here with the Gentiles eating and drinking and so is Peter. The Bible says that. And then all of a sudden the Judaizers, the people who wanted to be about the rite and the rituals and everything from the Jewish people came there who had converted to Christ. And all of a sudden, Peter began to be the hypocrite and stepped away from the Gentiles and started pretending like he did not know them or he did not eat with them to the point that Paul faced them down and said, that's wrong. But Paul gives us a little nugget in there. Paul says, and Barnabas, the gentle one, he was also dragged out with these other ones and he pretended not to know the Gentiles. One of the great dangers of gentleness is you can apply gentleness at the wrong time. Gentleness cannot be non-confrontational. Hear me out. The gospel itself is confrontational. It is darkness against light. It is a fight between good and evil. You cannot be a non-confrontational Christian. Let me say, let me tell you what I'm talking about. Gentleness says, all the roads lead to heaven, because we're good and you're good and He's good and Allah is good and Hindu gods are good, and we all go into the same place. your ability and desire to make friends and stay friendly. You can look at a worldly person who's heading to hell and you refuse to face him down because you are gentle. Barnabas knew that what they were doing that day was wrong. He knew it. He started out fighting that spirit. And somehow he allowed himself to be dragged into the hypocrites because he will not confront Gentle people have a problem. And that is that in their gentleness, they forget that the gospel is aggressive. That's the hard part. Now, some of you guys who are aggressive, you like that. Yeah. Like me, right? But the gospel is not you. This is the deal. You find a father, a mother who looked at her child and their child is going straight to hell, struggling with everything that they know. And the father and the mother know that that kid is facing death itself or something ugly or jail or pregnancy or everything. And they refuse to face him down because they are gentle. I don't want to tell her, I don't want to tell him he's not going to like me, he's not going to talk to me, she's going to break up, she won't talk to me for the next 20 years, that's true. But gentleness just waves at a person as they go to hell. Gentleness sees how they're going to step into a where a cobra is and says it's okay, just be, you know, be, be careful when you walk in there. Barnabas then has a gift of something powerful, but you have to harness it to know when are you going to apply it? How many parents do I know that lock themselves in the room, knowing that next room, there is a kid who is about to kill himself and they refuse to face him because they're gentle. Before you get happy, all the aggressive aggressors, I'll tell you something. Aggression has its gifts. Paul was an aggressive guy. And so many of you guys here are alpha males. And I don't know how you call them a, a female. they alpha female? I don't think so. But whatever it is, there's some of you guys, you just need a little spark and you go at it. And there's a gift to that. There's a power to that. There's something awesome about it. The great deeds of history have been done by people like that. Luther was not a gentle soul. Luther was a great aggressor in a good way. Paul was like that too. But there is also a danger there. The danger is you can break things. Like Paul with John Mark. You're useless. You're done. I'm done. You're not any good to us anymore. And God is saying, no, 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 no. He's useful to me. He failed. But I will restore him. see, the aggressor has a tendency of of being aggressive at the wrong time. Of running over people. Don't say amen, don't aggressors, just let me talk. (laughs) You run, and you break, and you scream, and you throw things. You know, you can talk to an aggressive person about 20 minutes after he said something he should have not said, and you can find how they got you. And I said that. I couldn't help it, though. It just came out. And so the battle for a person who is in that nature is to know now what is the harnessing of the scripture? Where do I find me a Paul and a Barnabas? God put them together to start this whole movement called the church and, and bring us into a place to, to, to cause us to struggle. Yeah, I know it was in Acts chapter 2, but when you look at Gentile church, that's those are the two guys that came and they came one as the son of consolation and the other one as the ultimate aggressor of the gospel. And they had to combine in such way that you knew when to say this is good and when to say back away from it. A great Christian knows how to be gentle at the right time. But a great Christian also knows how to suffer and go right at it and knows when to apply it. David was a great aggressor People tremble when David walked in there. He wasn't gentle with Goliath. He didn't say, let's just talk to him. Mm -hmm. You know, he's a big guy. You know, there's some some kind of big guy syndrome. Let's sit him down. Talk to him a little. You know, kumbaya, kumbaya. (laughs) That's not how you read that. He had some stones and and sticks and and, 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 and trash talk. Remember, he's like, ah, gonna." (laughs) He backed it up, though. That's when you need to be aggressive. There was a whole group of Israelite soldiers. Oh, that's too hard. I I don't think it can be done. Uh, No, we're not going to do it. See, that's not what God is calling you to do. You have to get up there and get after it. And if you die, you die. Yeah. But then you find David with his son Absalom. And Absalom is a mess, an absolute mess. Four years he was still in the heart of people. Four years. And every day he slept in the same place where David slept. David knew. David knew when he killed his brother, he did nothing. And that gentleness was a part of why that boy died. What if he died anyway? I don't know. But I know this. As a father, he applied this spirit of fear, oh, ah, 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 and he applied it wrong, and at that time it was a death sentence to that boy. Had he cut him up early and stuck to him and faced him down, I don't care, Absalom, if you love me or not, from here on out. But let me tell you what the end of that road is. Nothing. He cried a lot, as if tears helped. The Boy died. Greatness of a of a man or a woman of God is to know when to be aggressive and when to be gentle. Some people have it backwards completely. You look at a parent that ignores a child, or the child is staring through something. Have you ever sat in in, in in like in a in a doctor's office where they make you wait two and a half hours yeah. to see you five minutes? <laughs> Sounded a little bitter there, right? <laughs> so you're sitting there, right? And in comes a mother with a couple of kids, and the kids are out of control. Mm-hmm. I've had them where they throw things. I'd have one, grab my hair, start pulling on it. Mm-hmm. Mother's reading her magazine. She don't care. And you're like, do something. Grab something. Fight something. But since you're the father and mother, you don't care because you're used to them pulling your hair. So it's like, yeah, hey, pull cool his, not a problem. And then after two hours of torture, they get tired and they get up and go, wah, 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 and hit the kid. And you're like, okay, wait a minute, that did not apply at anything. By now I'm done, have your kid and go home. I'm already out of here. What I'm saying is in the process of raising a child or in the process of dealing with a church member and in the process of dealing with a ministry and in the process of dealing with a neighbor and the process of God talking to you, God has to give you a Paul at some point where you have to be aggressive about something and have to give you a gentle soul, a Barnabas, so that you can handle something else. In a different way. We just had a humongous problem in part of our ministry, not here in another in another country. And 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 people are expecting us to come down with a hammer and just hammer somebody. And we are thinking as we were talking in the leadership, this is not the time for that. It's time for to be gentle. But there are seasons and times where we have to bring the machete. We're not you know, I mean, we're just going to bring it out. We're going to have to chave you and talk to you and, and let somebody talk to us. But we have to know when. And that's the problem. The whole people who deal with gentleness only, they allow things to go crazy and get run over. And everything goes berserk. And then you have the people who are too aggressive and they run people off. Nobody can live with them. But Jesus himself was both. And he is our master. He is our model. He's the one who looked at Peter and said, "Get thee behind me, Satan." That's not gentle. (laughs) He's the one who said, "You brood of vipers." Not gentle. He's the one who said, "Who is that fox?" About Herod. Not gentle. Yet, he's also the one who said, leave this woman alone, for you treated me wrong, and she has been weeping at my feet. Even though you say she's a wicked woman, she's doing something right. That is gentleness and aggression applied the right way. God bless you. Amen. Good morning. All right, so Lord, is getting our family circle.